It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri, where today the Houston Astros open up a three-game series against the Kansas City Royals. Astros coming to Kansas City after dropping their last three games to the A's, dropping three out of four in that series, including a three-to-two loss yesterday. Justin Verlander struck out 11, gave up three runs in six innings in the loss. Jose Altuve, two-for-four with a home run, but the Astros still lost their third straight, taking on a Royals team that won their last two, took a series in Chicago from the White Sox, including a 6-3 to win yesterday afternoon against the White Sox. Astros 95 and 53 first in the AOS seven and a half games ahead of Oakland Royals 55 and 92 they are fourth in the AL Central 34 and a half games behind Minnesota. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, Garrett Cole on the mound for the Astros tonight, and he has been outstanding. Three straight starts with 14 or more strikeouts. Pedro Martinez, the only other pitcher who's ever done that. Yeah, so he's got a chance to, to break that record and be the, the lone survivor in that number. Man, what, what a streak he's on. Uh, 18 straight games now without a loss. That's a franchise record. We can go on and on, but maybe the one stat in the last four games, he struck out over 50 percent of the batters he's faced. That tells you a little something about Garrett Cole. Absolutely remarkable. Meanwhile, Danny Duffy, left-hander, is getting ball, the ball for the Royals. He's making his third start since coming off the injury list. Missed about a month with a, a hamstring injury. Gave up a run in six innings his last time out Saturday at Miami. Yeah, certainly has the ability uh, to be dominating at times. He's got a big arm. Uh, man, can you believe he's been with the Kansas City Royals in the big leagues since 2011? Uh, but just knowing that he's got experience to go out there and change things up, uh, knows what the Astros may be vulnerable, and that might be with the changeups and maybe some elevated fastball. A.J. Hint saying earlier that he wants his team to look out over the plate, doesn't want him to swing at things inside because that's where Duffy tries to get you. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, you look at this Royals team, and it's a lot of guys who are trying to establish themselves at the, the big league level. And these can be tough teams to match up against sometimes because there is so much unfamiliarity. I mean, you go through scouting reports and video and things like that. But when you when guys don't have a, a much of a track record in the big leagues, that can pose a little bit of a challenge in terms of game plan. It is. And two, Robert, they're talented. Yeah. And they've got nothing to lose. You know, these games are big for them and they go out there and just let it fly. And uh, they're having fun and they come up through the minor league system together. And I think the Royals have pinpointed maybe four, maybe six players that we're going to see tonight that are going to be part of their future as soon as some of their studs through the minor leagues come up in, in the pitching staff. 
Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show, presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear about the Royals from one of their broadcasters, Ryan Lefebvre. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbock beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery, where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks uh, before a three-game series with the Kansas City Royals. I'm sitting in the manager's office of A.J. Hinch, who actually played for the Kansas City Royals, and you come to Kauffman <clears throat> Stadium, and, and we talked about this a little bit last year, but every year it looks the same. It looks great, doesn't it? It's a good ballpark. It is a good ballpark, and it's got a great feel, and the fans show up and, and do a nice job of creating a nice atmosphere. The fountains in the outfield are very unique. Um, playing surface is exceptional. We've caught it now in September, so the weather has passed to where it's not super hot like the summer. Uh, it's just a really, really fun place to play. And the scoreboard's one of the more unique uh, with the crown mm-hmm. out there, but it's it sticks out, doesn't it? It does, very identifiable with the yeah. Royals and the mascot and the um, the years. I mean, I still remember, you know, when I was a kid in, in Oklahoma growing up watching the um, the World Series when it was the Cardinals and the Royals, mm-hmm. and that crown is still the same same thing. I remember, um, you know, there's the, the highlight reels, the, 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 the the perks of being a fan and coming to Kauffman Stadium have changed. The plaza area, the uh, the restaurants, the, the the different areas you can go, but some some landmarks are still the same, and that's the fountains and the and the crown scoreboard. What do you remember the most about playing for the Royals? Probably when I crushed you. You got a couple of hits when <laughs> did, you were did with you the Did you get tiger. a triple I, against I don't me know. here? I think I, I don't think my triple was here, but I. It sounds, I'm sure one of my homers was against you. You have a vivid memory of that triple. I, I don't just, remember it. I know. Well, I mean, you know what? I was what? used to it. I, I was a catcher who couldn't hit, and I hit you. So that kind of shows you where that, you stand. That was your bat speed. Yeah, that was kind of my, <laughs> you know, my go-to. So I, I'll never let you forget it, but I, um, I did hit a bullet off you at this, at this stadium. Um, I stole a base on you, and you I did? also caught you. Yeah. <laughs> my, ca- my catcher have a heart attack? <laughs> uh, hey. I mean, sometimes you just have to remind how bad you are. <laughs> 20 years ago, uh, Pedro Martinez was one of the best pitchers in baseball. And right now, Garrett Cole's doing some funny things as far as the strikeouts are concerned. He and Pedro each 14-plus strikeouts three games in a row. Pitch by Cole. Swing and a miss. Got him on an elevated fastball. Consider this. He's faced 18 batters now, Garrett Cole, and he has 11 strikeouts in 66 pitches. That's, That's remarkably efficient to get that many strikeouts on so few pitches. By the way, that is strikeout number 277 on the year for Cole, which is a new career high, one more than he had last year. And that slider has been exceptional for yeah, Cole. It's all been great. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, you, it's hard to pick out one pitch. Yep, that's change, change has been great. <laughs> yeah. And his fastball, unhittable. Here's the 1 2. On the inside corner for strike three. Lopes goes down, make it a season high. 15 strikeouts for Cole. Eight innings of one hit baseball. Any similarities, Pedro, Garrett Cole? I mean, just dominance. You know, I think yeah. I, they're, they're different style pitchers. And, and you know, I had some guys ask me just, you know, what does this guy remind you of? And I'm, it's hard. I mean, he's such a unique pitcher, but it, the power pitcher that can get punch outs, but also pitches to contact. He's not a guy that chases strikeouts. He goes at you 
in the strike zone from the very beginning of the at-bat. He, so is it Roger Clemens? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's, maybe it's Garrett Cole. We just compare him to himself. You know, we, I, don't, I think he's in a class of his own, and and he's, you know, he's very unique. And, and you know, when you think of the, the names that you get starting to mention with, when you start putting up numbers like this in the 14 strikeouts for three games in a row and the, um, you know, that he was almost nearly perfect last outing. I mean, it's, you know, when you, you talk about on his own team with JV and how he's compared with him versus mm-hmm. – um, you know Dwight Gooden and Nolan Ryan and Pedro Martinez and R- Kurt Schilling and Roger Clemens. Yeah, um, there's so many Hall of Famers in that mix. Garrett's doing well to put his name out there as one of the best in baseball. We look at this Kansas City Royals lineup and a lot of young talent on this team. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, it looks like a, a nice little blend of speed and power. Is that what you see? Yeah, most. I mean, a lot of speed. I mean, the power is good. I mean, the power is good across the league this year. Right. <laughs> so I, I guess I don't look at power as much as I used to, but I. They're a very active team. They, they, they start runners. They, they steal third base. They've had 42 attempts of trying to steal third base this year. That, that leads the league. They are a heavy bunting team. They'll play some of the small ball stuff. Ned Yost will play for one run at a time. They do have some power. I mean, obviously led by Soler and, and his 40, what is it, 43, 44 homers. Yep. Um, but they have, they have some tough outs, and they, they, you know, they kind of play with nothing to lose. They, they play aggressively. They, they're not afraid to make outs on the bases. Um, but they they play tremendous defense. They mix and match their pitching. They are a developing team. They've won four series in a row. So we need to play well and, and, and jump out ahead of them. As defenders, when you when you play against a team with a lot of speed, anything different as far as your alignment? Yeah, I mean, you're going to play a little shallow on the infield when Merrifield's up or Mondesi's up. But mm-hmm. um, we have a really good defense. I don't think we have to overly panic. Okay. I think our outfielders have to play with a certain sense of urgency. If a ball is hit to their left or their right, you're not just going to be able to Cadillac over there and pick it up and throw it in. They're probably trying to take the extra base. The The biggest responsibility will fall on the middle infielders and Garrett Cole and the rest of our pitching staff to control their leads at second base. Okay. No walking leads to where they get an extra 90 for free. Very good. All right. Uh, Danny Duffy, he's the lefty pitching for them. He's been back a, a couple of starts since the, the hamstring issues. You guys faced him many times. What do you got to do against him? You got to get him in the strike zone away from you. He'll throw the fastball in. You know, he'll he'll try to chase the back foot slider. You got to get a ball out out away from you. He has this slide step, so the ball jumps on you a little bit. He doesn't ever lift his leg with a guy on base, uh, but he usually comes right at you. If you can get a ball out over the plate, use the bigger part. This is a huge field. Right. Uh, the ball does travel here, and if you can use the the gaps. Um, and you can get about a, a ball out over the plate. You can do some damage. All right, good luck tonight, Thanks, AJ. Buddy. Back with more Astrolons right after this. Astros fans, whether you're enjoying the game at your favorite sports bar or at Minute Maid Park, please make sure you plan ahead for a safe ride home. From your friends at Silver Eagle Distributors Houston and Budweiser. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Ryan Lefebvre, uh, Royals broadcaster, and uh, you've been here for a long time, Ryan. Uh so long, in fact, you actually covered A.J. Hinch as a player when he played for the Kansas City Royals for a few years. What do you remember about A.J. Hinch, the player, and did you see coaching or managing in his future at the time? Well, first of all, welcome back, Robert. It's always good to have you back in Kansas City. You know, we've talked about this during our broadcast. He, from what I remember, is completely opposite the way he is now. Mm-hmm. And I think he would probably admit that he got to the big leagues so quickly and had so many expectations in the Bay Area and coming from Stanford that I think he even used the word um, paralysis by analysis. Mm-hmm. 
And yet, as a manager now, he has this reputation of being very loose and going with the flow, very innovative with his ideas. And, of course, your front office feeds that quite a bit, you know, cutting edge, ahead of the curve and all that. But he was, as a player, he was a good guy, and I enjoyed talking with him for the time he was here. But he he was uptight. He was uh, very high-strung. And so... I guess I could imagine him getting into coaching and managing, but to be the personality that he is now, I don't think I would have seen that back then. That's pretty fascinating, but it's always interesting, I think, and uh, when you do this long enough, obviously, you see players that you covered going to coaching and managing, and it seems like some guys, you're like, oh, well, this is not a shot, but there are always a few who surprise you, right? Yeah. We had a player here named Mark Quinn, Mm -hmm. who was a sensation for two or three years. He had two home runs in his first big league game in 99, and I mean... He was the kind of guy that went to the plate, grabbed the bat. I mean, he was like caveman style. You throw it, I'm going to swing as hard as I can. I may hit a home run. I may strike out. I mean, it just didn't seem like any technique at all. A couple years ago, he was the assistant hitting coach for the Orioles. And yeah. you figure, never thought that that guy would ever. You don't want him teaching anybody how to hit. But, uh, yeah, you never know. Yeah, he had Mark Quinn actually has a baseball school in Houston now and is doing pretty well out there. Now let's talk about this Royals team now. Dayton Moore's been here for a while. He was here to rebuild the team. He got here in 2006, got them the back-to-back World Series in 14 and 15, of course, winning in 15, and now it's it's another rebuild. I know it was kind of a hard sell when Dayton Moore first got here that, hey, he's going to turn this team into a winner, but after having seen him do it, do you think maybe fans now are uh, a little bit more understanding and, and believe in the process a little bit more than they may have the first time? Absolutely. That's a great point, and I've been telling people over and over again when they ask about how we're playing right now and i bring up two things number one those two world series went a long way Mm -hmm. if we had lost in the wild card game in 14 which we should have if we had lost in the first round to you guys in 15 which we should have the vibe would be totally different around here but when you go to two world series and you win one the fans are patient they trust that dayton knows what he's doing and i think most fans are excited to see the next wave of players that hopefully gets us back to the postseason they'd like to see us win more so that those two world series have gone a long way the second thing that i bring up and i think fans from 10 15 years ago can relate to this is the young players that we have on the field right now that need to get better are getting better almost every single one of them are thriving And so I'm sure you went through that as you were Mm -hmm. building toward 15 and 16 that the Astros weren't winning many games, but, you know, they sure that the players that needed to get better got better. And next thing you know, you're you're winning a World Series. So those are the two things. You know, everyone's patient for now. This can't go on forever. Right. And players that needed to take a step forward this year have taken big steps forward. Well, and that's certainly a, a big key. And how about the season Jorge Soler is having? 44 home runs. No Royal had ever hit 40 home runs. That was, I know, a source of consternation for a lot of people in Kansas City for a long time. But he's a guy who's always had a lot of talent. Seems like he's finally putting it together this year. You know, when he signed with the Cubs, he was a highly touted player out of Cuba. He homers in his first big league at bat. Mm-hmm. And I think he put a lot of pressure on himself, especially in that environment. So he gets out of there, but he's traded for Wade Davis, who, you know, during a period of time is one of the greatest relievers in the history of baseball. And then he put pressure on himself here. And I think, Robert, the first half of last season was probably the first time that he just went out and played baseball. He wasn't fighting uh, 
a ghost of a player he'd been traded for or a reputation that was given to him. He was just playing baseball. Then he breaks his foot running out of the batter's box and his season is cut short. And this year we're finally seeing if a guy just gets to play every day and you yeah. stick with him. And another impressive thing about him, he's 27 years old and he's doing most of what he's doing right now as a designated hitter, which is more of an older player's role. He's finding a way to keep his focus. And um, I think he's just scratching the surface, to be honest with you. Ryan Lefebvre, uh, Royals broadcaster. Always good to catch up with you. Thanks so much for joining us. It's always good to see you in KC, Robert. All right. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Big drives, dramatic putts, and great fun with friends. Tickets for the 2019 Houston Open are on sale now. Ticket options for this year's event held at the Golf Club of Houston on October 7th through 13th include daily general admission tickets, week-long tickets, and premium ticket packages. Make your plans now to take part in one of the PGA Tour's premier events. Visit HoustonOpenGolf.com to find tickets and all the info on this year's event. Come for the golf. Stay for the party. Welcome back. Let's take a look around Major League Baseball as teams race for the pennant. Brought to you by Apache. Apache Corp. Exploring what's possible well the Astros currently two games behind the Yankees for the best record uh, in the American League but the Yankees they had that doubleheader uh, against the Detroit Tigers yesterday they won both games that was the good news for them the bad news in both games they lost a key player Edwin Encarnacion came out of game one went back to New York get his oblique looked at game two Gary Sanchez trying to steal a base of all things their catcher uh, suffering a groin injury that's been a chronic problem for him he came out of the game how did they let that happen by the way <laughs> well, why are they running Gary Sanchez right now with the postseason right around the corner hey keep this in mind if the Astros finish with the, the same record as the New York Yankees. They have the tiebreaker in their favor because they beat the Yankees four out of seven uh, so far this year. So two games, uh, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, obviously, you'd like to get that home field, but I don't right. think it, it, you got to get it to, to get to the World Series. Certainly not. Astros didn't have home field in the World Series 2017. That worked out okay. It did work out okay. Remember <laughs> a, a nice little uh, parade that happened not too long after. <laughs> no question. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy if we grind together we can take it back our team and our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets go to astros.com tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS <laughs> 